You're listening to episode 155 of the Fitz Pro Podcast, and today is going to be for mostly trainees. We are discussing what season of training you are in, what those seasons could be, what can dictate what season or goal you might have within your training. So if that applies to you, then today's episode is for you. Without further ado, let's dive in. The Fitz Pro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. Welcome back to the FitzPro podcast. So today is not for entrepreneurs, but if you happen to be an entrepreneur, make sure that you do check out my free workshop, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business, Easier Said Than Done. Um, you can do that at anniemiller.co slash workshop dash register. And as you are probably a trainee or maybe a coach, head over to anniemiller.co slash resources to get all of the free stuff that I have made for anyone who might stumble upon my site. So be sure to check that out. I would also like to thank Legion Athletics. They are the only supplements that I have used in the past five years or so. I was not big into supplements before using them. The most that I ever took was, you know, whey protein. Since adding in Legion to my workouts, um, not while I'm pregnant necessarily, but before getting pregnant, I use their creatine. I use their non-stim pre-workout. I also tried their stim pre-workout. I use their whey protein. My husband uses their plant protein and pre-workout that does have caffeine in it. We both use their many, many, many of their vitamins and other supplements. So I highly recommend Legion. Whether you are using them to make your life easier, get in more protein, or optimize recovery on top of whatever you are already doing, the best part about them, in my opinion, is that they are backed by science. They say that they are backed by science, but they actually are. As many supplement companies might claim this, but it's not necessarily a full truth. They have 100% formula transparency, meaning that you can literally check the scientific studies and literature behind each product, the ingredients and the dosages that are used. They are also 100% naturally sweetened if you care about that. They also have 100% money back guarantee and free shipping if you are skeptical, which I fully understand. So go to buylegion, B-U-Y-Legion.com and use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order and you can also get double Legion reward points if you use code Annie and you are already an existing customer. So I absolutely love watching CrossFit. I watch the CrossFit CrossFit, excuse me, qualifiers and games every year. I think I've mentioned that on other podcast episodes. Um, and in light of watching the recent CrossFit qualifiers and also purchasing a new program to follow for myself, not CrossFit based, but um, actually prenatal based, I thought that it would be a good time to discuss how to choose the season of fitness that you are currently in and also to acknowledge that when you're doing this for the long haul, it is okay 
if most of your seasons consist of some kind of maintenance or working on smaller things within your training, but not necessarily having these big audacious goals. You don't always have to be chasing those. And also there's nothing wrong with chasing those if you happen to have them right now, or if you happen to have them often, I figure it is easiest to break this up into specific goals or types of seasons that you might find yourself in within training. And again, I want to make clear that this episode and my perspective is for someone who is weight training for the long haul. They plan on doing some kind of resistance training for life. They are not a competitor of any kind, at least not when it comes to weightlifting, and probably prefers to feel like they are training versus just working out because those are two very different things. I should probably make a post on this. I know several people have in the past. Just working out is just exercising for the sake of exercising. So enter the person who is going to crossfit.com and picking out a workout off of the website to do, or going to bodybuilding.com and doing the same, downloading a template maybe, or going to Instagram and doing a random workout they saw there or off of Pinterest. I personally have had these seasons in my life and that's how I worked out. There's nothing inherently wrong with that. If you are just moving your body to move your body, I really don't see anything wrong with that approach right? You're just looking for a way to move your body today. So you look at something and you do it. As long as you are working within your means, your capacity, then, you know, we're not getting injured. But there are far, far more benefits to be gained by following a structured program, no matter what the goal is of your current stage of fitness. And that is what we are discussing today, just to set the stage. Some seasons that we can look at could really be anything, but these are some of the most common ones that I have seen within the weight training world, and that is to work on strength, capacity, mobility, or kind of a rehab, prehab type program, really hyper-focusing on a weak link in your fitness, improving conditioning, training certain skills, or trying a completely new type of training altogether. So like totally switching gears into something that you don't normally do. Nothing is to say that these things can't be worked on at the same time, by the way, and we will talk about how to kind of integrate some of these things, but everything can't be a priority at the same time. That's my point here. When we work on some things, other things are going to have to take a backseat and or be maintained. That's how we move forward. That's how we raise the bar. So don't think that all of these seasons work as an on-off or black and white switch. You can absolutely be working on max strength, say, within your main lifts, you know, overhead press, bench press, some kind of squatting pattern, some kind of deadlift pattern, and still working to improve work capacity within your accessory work. Those things can live together within a program. Now I will ask you what season you are in within your training or what season you would like to be in with your training if you have not yet defined that. For myself at the time of recording this particular episode, I am 15 and a half weeks pregnant and I would consider the season that I am in with my training as a prehab stage. It's like a preparation phase, if you will. I know that I am not special, meaning that women all over the world give birth to babies under all sorts of circumstances, right? Every human on earth literally came into the world through a female. So my body is not special in that sense. That is what I mean. But I would like to feel informed, empowered, educated, whatever you want to call it, through the process of preparing my body to give birth 
to a baby, if all goes smoothly. And also in that process to maintain as much of my muscle mass as I possibly can. And that is coming off my first trimester where I literally maybe got like three lifts in the whole time. So we definitely had some atrophy going on there. This would be similar in my opinion to a rehab stage or the mindset of it is similar to a rehab stage where it's going to be very vital for you to not compare what your current body can do with what your past body was capable of. It's going to be very important to focus on what you can do and build efficacy there and having a plan around that so that there is an actual process to follow and a process to trust. That is why I personally purchased a program um, from a company called Mama Stay Fit, like Namaste, but Mama Stay. I follow them on Instagram. They're very, very educational. I enjoy learning from them. So I purchased a program that aligns with basically where you are in your pre or postnatal venture. From weeks 12 to 15 for me, I did three workouts per week on my own, incorporating more core, more hip work, more breathing work than I normally would. But I just knew that I would prefer to follow a tried and proven program from someone else that is what I need. And that's really the same exact reason that anybody purchases a program, right? So what's most important when choosing the season or defining the season or the goal that you have for your training is to be realistic with what's going on outside of the gym. The gym is four to six hours of our week. There are over 100 other hours that do have to come into consideration. We are not robots. So it is no wonder that my personal strongest season in the gym, when I lifted the most weight, when I had the highest force production, I had the least amount of life stress and I was napping once a day on a strict schedule. I was able to fuel myself very well for my training and my life and training fit together like a glove, which allowed me to push very hard. It allowed me to mentally prepare for my lifting sessions, which in my opinion, Lifting heavy or really pushing yourself to any high level of exertion in the gym is going to require some level of mental preparation, and that's an extra step to your training that all seasons of life don't necessarily welcome. I'm sure that you have experienced this as well. There are certain times when it's just easier to push hard and you have more mental capacity to devote to your training. And those are lovely seasons. We push during those seasons. And remember that I'm also talking to normal people. We are not talking about competitive athletes, not talking about power lifters, not talking about Olympic weightlifters. We are talking about people who just lift weights for life. And that's an important stage to set because there are different requirements for that person than there are for a competitive athlete. So if you're currently in a very busy season of life and you can still stay dialed in with your diet and your recovery, then absolutely continue to push hard in the gym. You know that better than I do or you and your coach know that better than I do. Your biomarkers, your feedback from your body and your training will tell you if you need to back off eventually. Let's say that life is picking up a lot. It's a stressful season. Your training is taking a hit. 
That is not to say that you can't still have training goals. They just might change. It might be a season where you pick two to three skills that you would like to work on while maintaining some strength and capacity or other parts of your training. Or maybe you choose to do a phase where you back off of the weight of the load a bit and you push volume and capacity with lighter weights. That can, in my opinion, be a bit more mindless. It has a bit of a lower mental load when it goes... When it comes to going to the gym and lifting, you can get in and get out with less time. There's less rest between sets. There's less, like I said, mental preparation, maybe even body preparation and warm-ups and things of that sort. So there is, in fact, a science to all of this as far as what you're pushing in the gym and what's going on in life and what you have the capacity for. I did this during the pandemic with several of my one-on-one clients who either didn't have access to weights or they needed to back off of the stress that came from pushing their body to levels of high exertion in the gym. We chose to do things like handstand, wall walks, and pistol squats as movements to learn and focus on as new skills in the gym. This kept training fun. There was still efficacy. There was something that they were working on. There was still a focus to their training. It was just a very different focus. That's really what I want you to get from this episode is that even if your focus changes in the gym, even if your season changes or you shift from what you were used to doing, it doesn't mean that there isn't still purpose to your training, that you can't still have goals and a focus to your workouts. As you can see, oftentimes outside factors from the gym can affect what you're doing in the gym and what makes the most sense. You can, of course, always just have new desires as well with no outside factors um, coming into play. It doesn't always have to be, you know, forced upon you to change your training. Oftentimes after someone has lifted heavy or done, you know, the same movement patterns, the same style of training for years, they desire to switch it up. I've been in this boat myself. And I actually think that that is intelligent for the long haul and for the longevity of our body. If you've listened to me for any period of time, if you've taken in any of my content, you know that I am a big, 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 big supporter of squat, hinge, push, pull, carry, of doing the same 10 to 20 exercises forever, variations of these. But also, it is likely that we will benefit from exposing ourselves our nervous system, our muscles, our bones to different types of training, different styles of training, different variations of movement patterns. If you are in this for the long haul, don't be afraid to take, and I'm speaking to you and me both here, don't be afraid to take a break from your current style of training to explore other styles of training. It also doesn't have to be an all or nothing. You don't have to quit cold turkey and try something else. You could absolutely incorporate something like kettlebell movements or complexes to practice before your normal lift, what you would normally do in a training session. You could start using or incorporating TRX or rings in addition to your normal training. You could enter into the world of calisthenics. There is just so much out there to be explored in the world of movement while being in the long haul for weightlifting specifically. Don't restrict yourself to that, as in weightlifting, being the only type of exercise that you ever do. Your body will likely thank you for some variety over time. So we've discussed seasons of pushing strength 
or pushing capacity or backing off in order to focus on new skills and changing up your training style. And then there is a season of completely backing off. And that idea might stress people out or they might roll their eyes at it or they might scoff at it. Like what would ever be the reason for that? Um, I am not talking about a single deload week. That's not a season. That's a part of your training sessions. But a season of low impact, low central nervous system demand, maybe mobility and walking status of a season. And yes, I have 100% taken my one-on-one clients through these types of seasons at least for a month. In fact, I just had a one-on-one client who did this with me. There were signs within her training, biofeedback, that just said that her body needed an extreme break, not a single deload week, but like a month plus of really, really, really dialing it back. And none of the factors outside of her training were going to change as far as stress, her work, her schedule. And so training was what needed to change. That was the variable in her life that we had control over. We needed to alter the season of training that she was in. And keep in mind that 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 was so that we could enter another season. We had to slow down. We had to pull back in order to continue making progress forward. So I don't know what season of training you are in right now. I don't know what your goals are, if it's max strength, if it's really your conditioning and working on your work capacity. But I hope that this episode either helped you think about it or helped you maybe define what season you would like to enter into with your next season of training. I know I personally am entering a brand new season that I have yet to experience, so maybe I will keep you posted on that. If you love this episode, if you would like to support the FitzPro podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify as well, I believe, wherever you listen. If you can leave a review, if you can give the show five stars, please do. It is much appreciated. And don't forget to get on my main mailing list. You have options. I will not waste your time. You can subscribe to Annie's Weekly Wisdom or Annie's Daily Dose, and you can find both of those at anniemiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for listening to the FitzPro Podcast. Podcast.